Welcome back, lovely listeners, to the Crux of Investing in Finance podcast, a subsidiary of Investonomics Education. My name is Jay, and it's time for another fantastic learning opportunity. Before we're going to start today's show, it's worth mentioning that our Sunday podcasts are primarily video-based. If you'd like to get the full experience, please check out our Investonomics YouTube channel and follow along visually there. Make sure to be the first to access our content by following us on Instagram and Facebook at Investonomics Education. And if you'd like to read these episodes and their supplemental materials, check out the show notes for a link to our shared drive. We also want to emphasize that everything we mention in both our podcasts and YouTube videos are not financial advice. Always use your best judgment and make your own decisions when it comes to selecting investment opportunities. What we do on this show is we simply guide you along the path of personal financial education. Always do your own research when you're investing. Without further ado, thank you very much for tuning in. Now let's get to the show. Welcome back, finance experts. I hope you're all well on your way to financial freedom. But this week, as every week has been before it, we will hopefully bring you one step closer to it. Let's talk about the stock market. It's all the rage, but also all the fear in 2023. 2022 sent us all for a tumble, and it felt like we were on one of those carnival swinging ship contraptions, feeling butterflies deep in our stomach, maybe even terror, as we peaked at the top of each swing and then fell back down. The market was much the same. As we reached the peak in 2021, with over a 26% market return for the year, 2022 was dreary and left us all in tears with a 19% decline in market value. If you invested on January 1st, 2021, you wouldn't be as upset, although probably still discouraged, with the average market return of 7% being offered to you over a two-year period. The most pain comes from those who invested early in 2022, who lost 19% of their investment over the past year. Today, I want to emphasize why you shouldn't try to time the markets and why you should not care whatsoever about what's happening in the market, nor should you care what will happen or what has happened in the past. A famous quote that I particularly love goes something like this. Time in the market always beats timing the market. I love it for two reasons. One, it rhymes and is easy to remember so I can regurgitate it later like I just did just now. And second, of course, is that it emulates the power of just not caring about what happens. If you're serious about investing and want to see the long-term compounding benefits, This is one of the most critical aspects of doing so. In theory, of course, it's always easy to say you won't sell your investment when the market comes crashing down 10, 20, or even 50%. But unless you've experienced it, you have no idea what you're in for. During these times, it feels like the world is ending and the market will never recover to previous highs. But this has been the story with the past 100 market corrections from which the market has recovered and made new highs every single time without fail. Go look at it yourself. Hop on Google and look up the S&P 500 index 
and go to the all-time chart. Spend a good amount of time looking at the severity of each dip in history in a vacuum and make particular note of how irrelevant it seems in the grand scheme of the overall market. Even the 2008 recession, as significant as it was with global bank failures and economic collapse in general, is eclipsed by the growth over the decade that came after it. It's only when you can appreciate what the market can do over a 10, 20, and 50 year period when you start to realize it makes no sense to sell at any point in time. No matter how painful your unrealized losses are when the market tumbles, nothing will hurt as much as selling and then seeing the market soar year after year while you're at the sidelines. Instead of viewing a market correction or bear market, recession, whatever you want to call it, as a bad thing, try shifting your point of view and how you see the market in general. When it does hit new lows and tumbles aggressively, thank your lucky stars. You're now allowed to buy your favorite indexes or companies at a deep discount. Load up, buy some more. Now is the time. And what's more, your average purchase price will be heavily reduced and you can purchase a boatload more shares than you could before at those higher prices. This is the beauty of the markets. If you want to learn how dollar cost averaging works, by the way, check out our podcast on that just a few weeks back. I'd highly recommend that one. It's great as background for this one. So instead of wallowing in sadness and tears and asking your mom for a tissue, just get out there, put your brave face on, and buy stocks like it's Black Friday. Because in reality, these are some of the best buying opportunities you'll ever have. What's easy to get hung up on is when to buy, how often to buy, and if you should try to time the market. We've done a great episode on this recently comparing lump sum investing to dollar cost averaging as I've just mentioned, so check that out and make sure you do so if you haven't already. Of course, this plagues most investors, and it might seem counterintuitive, but experts like J.L. Collins, Ray Dalio, Warren Buffett, and Ramit Sethi all agree that the less you do, the better. Weird, right? If you want to make the most money in the market, the best you can do for yourself is the least you can possibly do. How does that make any sense? Well, I'll tell you, the answer is simple, really. We have the tendency to be riddled by emotion as human creatures, and as soon as we catch a whiff of a drop in the market we want to sell, and if we see the market rallying, we go in only to buy at the peak. So realistically then, to capture the full capabilities of the market and to not be stopped by your own brain and its self-sabotaging tendencies, we need to prioritize buying whenever we can, no matter what, and stick to it. Do not look at the market. Don't even check the gains or losses you have. Just add your monthly or weekly contribution, invest it in your associated account, rinse and repeat. This is the only proven method to succeed. And for those who have a lump sum investment they're sitting on not knowing what to do, dollar cost average into the market or plop it all in. And if you want to hear again about dollar cost averaging versus lump sum investing, check out that episode. It's very good. You'll quickly see that if you have a lump sum of money, just put it in the market. Every day it isn't in there, you're missing out on valuable compounding time. 
Now, another common misconception about investing in general is that you need to add $5,000 or more per month to get rich. Well, let me tell you something. If you invest $100 per month starting right now, in 40 years, you'll have just over $250,000 saved. Anybody can do this, so that's insane, right? Now, if you bump this up to just $200 a month, you'll have over $500,000. Anyone can do this. But if you interrupt it unnecessarily, regardless of how much you're adding, you're missing out on more than $400,000 worth of compound interest in that second example that's generated from holding your investment. That's right, you contribute only $94,000 over those 40 years if you're adding $200 a month, and in return, you'll have over $500,000. To emphasize why I'm so excited about this, let's kick it up a notch. Say you're lucky enough to be earning $80,000 after tax per year and want to be super aggressive and save 30% of your income and invest it each month. You're earning $6,667 a month, of which 30% is $2,000. Doing the same calculation we did before and letting this monthly contribution compound over 40 years yields us an incredible $4,943,084. In essence, you'll never have to worry about money ever again. The reason you won't have to do this is something called your critical mass, and this is why you don't have to care. J.L. Collins loves the, this term, and although technically it means the point at which your the return from your investment exceeds your contributions each year, J.L. uses it as a way to measure the ability of the amount invested to cover all of your costs without doing anything else. The returns from the amount invested create financial freedom in and of itself, and if you withdraw less than that amount, you will allow continued growth even while you're withdrawing every single year. So let's look at a quick example. Say we want to be able to cover costs with $50,000 per year, and we are conservative in considering the market return on average will be 7%. All we need to do in this situation is divide the $50,000 by 0.07, which is the 7% in decimal terms, and we get our critical mass. When we do this, it's actually a lot lower than you might think. The actual number is $714,286, and that's all we need to make $50,000 a year to cover our costs. If we contributed the $2,000 like we planned to in the above example, after 40 years we would have almost $5 million saved. This would allow us to withdraw a staggering $314,515 a year without losing any principal whatsoever. This is insane. The power of compounding really is the seventh wonder of the world. I hope this was enough to convince you to stay your path and never sell in the markets. Always add, never sell. Tell yourself this over and over again, every single day, every single time you add money to your account. After all, it could save you millions. Thank you for sticking around until the very end of the podcast. As always, if you liked today's episode, please leave us a fair rating and share this content with one friend or family member. It helps the show grow and reach more like-minded people. If you have a moment, we'd love to hear some feedback from you. 
Leave any questions or comments on our YouTube video, or for you podcast listeners out there, send us an email at investonomicseducation at gmail.com. Until next time, guys, stay safe out there and have a wonderful day.